National Radio. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of the Bulgarian National Radio. As usual, we have prepared for you a summary of the leading news stories, an interview and music from this part of Europe in the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio in a sunny and warm Sofia today. It is Mirko Sitsapetkova. On the program this Tuesday, first the leading news stories from Bulgaria and the weather forecast for tomorrow. Next, our travel editor Veneta Nikolova will take us to the mountain town of Berkovica in northwestern Bulgaria, which boasts an authentic atmosphere and preserved nature. Finally, in our music slot, you can immerse yourself in the sounds of the accordion with accordion player Kaluyan Kumanov and his upcoming concert tomorrow at the BNR's Studio One. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today. First, the main news headlines on October the 24th. The dispute in the Bulgarian government regarding the case of derogation of the import of Russian oil by Lukoil has deepened. The Bulgarian gas operator Bulgar Transgas works for increasing gas transfer through Bulgaria. Only 42% of the citizens of Sofia say that they will vote in the forthcoming local elections this Sunday. And Bulgaria's competition watchdog has scratched the Affordable Products Initiative details coming up. And now the news in full. On Monday, the three parliamentary groups supporting the government agreed that GERP and MRF would cancel the proposal to immediately end Lukoil's derogation for the import of Russian oil. If the refinery in Burgas paid nearly 750 million euros to the Bulgarian state budget. On Tuesday, we continue the Change Democratic Bulgaria Coalition said they were against holding an extraordinary session of the parliament on Friday to discuss President Ruman Radev's veto on the changes to the Energy Act. The reason is that two days before the local elections, the parliament could be used for pre-election campaign. According to Delian Dobrev from GERB, this shows that Lukoil was financing politicians and parliamentary groups, while it earns 1.5 million euros each day from the derogation. The Bulgarian gas operator Bulgar Transgas is studying the possibilities for increasing the gas transmission capacity at the interconnection points with Greece and Romania. The reason is the forecasts for growing demand for natural gas transmission services in the direction from south to north, exceeding more than twice the current capabilities of the infrastructure, the Bulgarian company reported. Supporting the Bulgarian capital city for the candidate for Sofia mayor of We Continue the Change Democratic Bulgaria, Vasil Terziev, is 42.9%. Support for Anton Hekimian, nominated by GERB, stands at 22.9%, followed by Vanya Grigorova, supported by the Bulgarian Socialist Party, at 20.8%. 
The margin of error is 3.1%, according to a representative survey conducted by Sova Hagis Agency in the period of October 16th to the 20th and commissioned by PIC Agency. The candidate of Vzgazdane party, Dejan Nikolov, has the support of 13.1%. Vili Lilkov, nominated by the coalition Blue Sofia, has 4%. Only 53.2% of all citizens of Sofia over the age of 18 are interested in the elections and believe that they are important. 42% say that they will cast their vote, the survey shows. The Bulgarian Commission on the Protection of Competition has cancelled the Ministry of Economy's initiative Available to You, which aimed to lower the prices of around 50 products from the small consumer basket in chain stores in Bulgaria. The initiative was supposed to have been launched on November the 1st. According to the regulator, the initiative will result in restricting price competition among traders and is a violation of the constitutional principles of free economic initiative. The Commission is recommending providing individual food packages and a warm lunch as a way of coping with the increase in prices. The initiative is good, it is European and does not distort competition in any way, but is very much delayed by one year, says Associate Professor Gnan Buyukliev from the Bulgarian Academy of Sciences Economic Research Institute. It is a good thing that there will be no price caps. Price caps were put in place in Hungary that have already been done away with because they led to shortages, Associate Professor Gnan Buyukliev said. Austria is not expected to give an answer regarding Bulgaria's accession to the Schengen area today, said Bulgarian Prime Minister Nikolai Denkov at Sofia Airport before his departure for Vienna, where he is to meet with Austrian Chancellor Karl Nehammer. The aim is to explain to Austrian society and to the politicians that it is better for them if Bulgaria and Austria are part of Schengen. To them, that means the EU's external borders will be better protected. It will mean less migration in Europe, cheaper food, lower inflation, more energy security. These are arguments that are concise and clear, and we shall explain them until we are heard, Prime Minister Denkov said. Major General Dragos Dimitro Yakob, commander of the headquarters multinational corps Southeast in the town of Sibiu, Romania, stated that from now on, Bulgarians and Romanians should feel safer now that the new NATO command structure has become operational. At the opening ceremony, he laid emphasis on the role of the command headquarters to supervise ground operations in Romania and Bulgaria in the event of war. We are ready to fulfill the missions for which we were designed. We are designed to lead the ground operation on the territory of Romania and Bulgaria, leading up to five allied divisions belonging to the NATO force structure, Major General Jakob said. The NATO structure in Romania's Sibiu has a budget of 350 million euros and is expected to include troops from 17 allied countries.
supporters of the football club of CSK Sofia organize a protest at the Eagles Bridge in Sofia in the center on Friday, October the 27th, after the match against Arda Kurgeli that starts at 4.50 p.m. The decision to protest was made after it became clear that the reconstruction of the stadium of CSK Sofia is postponed once again over a citizen's complaint. All of our patience about the much-desired renovation of our home has been completely exhausted, fans said on Facebook. And the weather forecast for tomorrow. On Wednesday, the lowest temperatures will be between 10 and 15 degrees in Bulgaria, in Sofia about 12 degrees. During the day it will be sunny, but in the afternoon hours it will become cloudy and in the evening rainfalls are expected in the southwestern regions of Bulgaria. The highest temperatures tomorrow will be between 25 to 30 degrees Celsius, in the capital Sofia about 26 degrees. It will be sunny along the Bulgarian Black Sea coast tomorrow before noon, then it will become cloudy, moderate southerly winds are expected. The air temperature will reach up to 25 to 29 degrees Celsius. The seawater temperature is at 18 to 21 degrees. It will be cloudy in the mountains. Rainfalls are expected in the afternoon in the masses of western Bulgaria. The temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be up to 16 degrees Celsius at 2,000 meters up to 10 degrees. Bulgaria Today You heard the news on Bulgaria Today, the main news headlines this Tuesday once again. The dispute in the Bulgarian government on the case of derogation of the import of Russian oil by a loophole has deepened. The Bulgarian gas operator Bulgar Transgas works for increasing gas transfer through Bulgaria. Only 42% of Sofia citizens say that they will vote in the forthcoming local elections on October the 29th. And another warm autumn day is expected in Bulgaria on Wednesday with highs between 25 to 30 degrees Celsius. Stay with Bulgaria today. Our podcast continues with stories and music. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on Bulgaria Today this Tuesday, we will explore lesser-known parts of Bulgaria in our travel series. In this episode, Radio Bulgaria's travel editor Veneta Nikolva will take us to the small town of Berkovica in the Balkan mountain. Travel Nature here is so majestic, so much beauty in this unknown nook of paradise. This is how the patriarch of Bulgarian literature, Ivan Vazov, described his first impressions of the old mountain town of Berkovica in northwestern Bulgaria. Located in one of the regions of Bulgaria still untouched by concrete buildings and mass tourism, Berkovica shines with its authentic atmosphere and well-preserved nature. 
The town is the starting point for a climb of Mount Com, rising at an altitude of 2,016 meters. It is the highest peak of the Berkovica region of the Balkan range. The Bulgarian section of the trans-European E3 tourist route starts from the new Kom mountain hut, about 16 kilometers from the town of Berkovica. But hiking is not the only reason to visit this piece of paradise. It is enough to stroll along the lush green streets and get inside a museum to take a trip back in time. In the center of the town of Berkovica is the so-called Ipekliska house, which has been restored and turned into a museum of the poet and writer Ivan Vazov. Ivan Vazov spent one of the most fruitful periods of his life here, between 1879 and 1880. A basket full of crimson raspberries. Poet Ivan Vazov was captivated by the beauty of the Berkovica Balkan. And next door is the late 19th-century Serbinska house, which holds the Ethnographic Museum of Berkovica. The collection is not very large, but it contains interesting exhibits that are brought to life by the fascinating narratives of the museum curator, Diljana Genkova. In the first exhibition hall, we stop in front of mannequins dressed in Karakachan folk costumes. Why Karakachan? because there was once a large Karakachan community in Berkovica, trans-human sheep herders. In summer, when the grass in the lower parts of Belomogia burned and there was no pasture for the animals, the Karakachans used to move their herds to the lush meadows of the Berkovska Balkan range, we learned from Diljana Genkova. We take a long time to admire a woman's wedding attire, weighing 16 kilograms, before moving on to the next room, which has a luxury unheard of in those harsh times, an indoor bathroom. And we learn more from Diljana Genkova talking to Radio Bulgaria's Veneta Nikolova. Часто самата конструкция на къщата one of the most interesting objects as part of the construction of the house itself is the old bathroom. Visitors admire it and are amazed that in those days there was such a thing as an indoor bath. Curiously, it was equipped with a system for heating water through two earthenware jars built into the wall. The water in them was heated by a supply of hot air from the hearth in the adjoining room where the kitchen was located. And let's not forget that at the end of the 19th century, there was no water supply system in the town and water was carried in copper buckets from the nearby well, explains the museum curator Diljana Genkova. At the end of the 19th and the beginning of the 20th centuries, Berkovica was a craft center and the most common craft here was pottery. In the Ethnographic Museum, we can see magnificent examples of the Berkovica pottery style. There were about 50-60 pottery workshops in Berkovica. Around 100-120 potters and apprentices were involved in the production of the Berkovica ceramics, which is very similar to the style of the Businci ceramics. 
our craftsmen went to the village of Businci to learn the craft. And this is why many shapes, ways of dyeing and working the clay were borrowed from there. For example, the way they painted the pottery in yellow and green. But the masterpiece in the work of the Berkovica potters is the so-called Berkovica Devil's wine jug. Drinking from it is very special because you have to close one of the openings and you have to know which one. Very few craftsmen were able to make this type of vessels, explains Diliana Genkova. The clock tower in the town of Berkovica dating back to 1764. The two old churches, the art gallery, the remains of the late antiquity fortress of Carleto, the pleasant guest houses and the typical northern cuisine are also part, an important part of the tourist mosaics of this nature-blessed piece of paradise. You heard a report of Radio Bulgaria's travel editor, Veneta Nikolova, who took us on a stroll to the northwest of Bulgaria and the town of Berkovica. You can read more about other interesting destinations here in the section Tourism on our website. And now, of course, it's time to listen to some Bulgarian music on our show. And today we will bring you accordion impressions with accordion player Kaluyan Kumanov. Stay until the end. Song of the day. He was born in the town of Dobrich and graduated from the Professor Asendia Mandiev Academy of Music, Dance and Fine Arts in Plovdiv. Then he studied, lived and worked in Spain for many years. Accordion player Kalyan Kumanov has now returned to Bulgaria to make his own original music. Tomorrow, October the 25th, at the BNR's recording studio number one, Kaluyan Kumanov will have a concert entitled Accordion Impressions, which is part of the Jazz in Studio Number One program. Some of Bulgaria's top musicians are going to help him present his musical impressions. And these will be Stoyan Yankulov-Stunji percussions, Yulian Yanev piano, Akaduslav Slavchev riverman bass, and Mikoslav Ivanov and Vladimir Vladimikov guitar. Classical music, folklore, progressive, rock, blues, tango. These are just some of the genres the Kaluyan Kumanov project combine in their music. And audiences will be able to hear them at the concert, which will start at 7 p.m. tomorrow in BNR's Studio One. Kaluyan Kumanov spent a long time preparing for this concert produced by the BNR, and here's what he says about the pieces including in the program, talking to Radio Bulgaria's music editor Diliana Tracheva. Има една авторска моя само, но това са импресии. Импресии означава впечатления. И това са различни мои впечатления от. There is just one piece which is my own in the program, but they are impressions, my own impressions of different kinds of music, which I have synthesized into this concert. That is why I have called it accordion impressions, because they are my own, our own arrangements of some famous works. 
these accordion impressions have been in my head for a long time, like some kind of fruit that has been ripening. I am very grateful to the Bulgarian National Radio for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to do this concert. The first work I'm going to perform by myself is called Dreamer and it is my own. I start with it and I have called it Dreamer for a reason, because I have dreamt of this project and the BNR has given me this opportunity. The musicians taking part in it have helped me make this dream come true. Kaluyan Kumanov says for Radio Bulgaria. Before tomorrow night's concert, Radio Bulgaria presents for you the first piece by the Kaluyan Kumanov project. It is entitled Century Old Rhapsody and it represents a blend of motifs from works by Chopin and Beethoven. I hope you enjoyed this performance of the Kaluyan Kumanov project. And that was the end of Radio Bulgaria's podcast, dear friends, this October the 24th. Don't forget that you can listen to more Bulgarian music of various genres if you just go to our website in the section Music. And another reminder, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, have in mind that the songs of the day are not available as part of the file. For copyright reasons, you can listen to all our music offerings only via our website. And here I would like to thank those of you who write to us and who have written to us so far with their impressions and opinions about this podcast. It's been highly appreciated by our entire team and we thank you for your encouraging feedback. Our email address is english at bnr.bg. It was me, Rosita Petkova, with you today, this Tuesday, dear friends. It was a pleasure for me to be joining you. Stay healthy and safe and take care. Bulgarian National Radio.